what is up everybody we are back today at the saucy takes podcast here joined by a few guests obviously swift is here and then i'm gonna hand it over to him so he can take the rest of the intro yeah so many people might be wondering why there's a guest a third person here and that is because your boy went 0 and 5 i lost every single league this week and let me tell you I don't feel I deserve to be here. So, Hunter, you could take it away. I mean, shit, I might as well join you. I went 0-3. <laughs> it's been a terrible. It was it was a rough stretch there. I mean, go, go ahead I and have, go ahead and introduce yourself first. Right, well, I'm, I'm Hunter, aka Schladank, aka Dak to the Future, aka 0-2. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been in I've been in the I for Quality League for five six years, pretty long time. I've known Swift for just as long, Lewis, Saucy, more recent, uh, more recently been acquainted, but uh, yeah, I'm a. I think I've made the playoffs every year I've been in it, and every league I've ever been in, been to the championship like five, four times. Never won it. It is it is a travesty. Um, I've put together some really solid teams in the past, but it doesn't seem like this year is going to be any different. I mean, wow. It has been a horrific showing by my wide receivers, as we will get into. But, yeah, excited to be here. It's always nice to have, you know, a knowledgeable guest like you, somebody who has uh, experiences, you know, we, we teach people here the, the, the different way we teach you what not to do. Don't, don't listen to us. We yeah. have a combined yeah, O sure. and eight. And I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to flex here. I had only one win in all my leagues. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So, you know, I, I got a breadstick up there, but y'all got a pair of donuts. So <laughs> <laughs> we're looking good this week. A pair. I almost have half a dozen, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So yeah, but we're just gonna get into. I mean, obviously, right here you got you guys can see the for the people who can't. It's just the league that we're in. Uh, there wasn't really any close games. I think everybody got fucking whooped pretty bad. Whoever got whooped got you know deceased this week. They got absolutely killed. And I mean, if you guys have anything to add on to that for this week in terms of scoring, it was just a bad week for at least for for all of us. We all lost in this league, by the way. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the week two was the week of inconsistency because every player that went off in week one did not go off in week two. So yeah. this is well, just... Cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stefan Diggs, you know? But, 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 yeah. Anomalies, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but, you know, this just goes to show that don't take early victory laps because you will get humbled. <laughs> yeah, man. Went from putting up the most points week one to getting absolutely shredded week two. You know, I gotta stay, gotta stay humble out here, guys. And with that, we're gonna go into the uh, like uh, Hunter, tell us about the trade you did this week because you actually, you, you know, you the star yeah. of the trade this week. So I um I made the mistake of not drafting any wide receivers. Uh, I drafted Michael Pittman in what the fourth round. Yeah, I got him in the fourth round. Great pick. Um. Quality pick. Love him. I wanted to get him in all my leagues. I was only able to get him in, in this one. Um, 
And then I think I went on a stretch where I picked six straight wide receivers through like rounds six through 12. And all of them have been horrific. Uh, I got Juju, Alan Lazard, Amari Cooper, uh, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Parker. Uh, I was hoping that a couple of them would hit. Uh, You know, obviously none of them did. Amari Cooper had a good week too, but he was on my bench as per usual. Um, (laughs) That worked out well for me. So I decided that I needed to make a move to acquire a top-tier wide receiver to start alongside Michael Pittman. I figured that if I had two top-tier wide receivers, I could scrape by with having a third one, you know, either Juju or Amari or whoever else I had on my bench, you know, maybe like a rotation, maybe one of them starts popping off and it gets a little bit of consistency. Um so I traded my first round pick, fifth overall picks, Christian McCaffrey for uh, AJ Brown, Damian Harris, and David Montgomery. There's a lot of value there. Uh, yeah. I got a lot of players back. Uh, you know, obviously the star of that trade being AJ Brown, who of course, as right on schedule, put up a nice ten points after his like thirty five point bomb he had week one. Um. Yeah, but I mean, after watching the week one performances, Damian Harris played great. David Montgomery played great. Christian McCaffrey did not play that great. I think he did have like 120 yards from scrimmage. That's that's expected from CMC, but yep. no touchdowns. Baker Mayfield at quarterback. It's rough a, out there for that him. is a recipe for disaster. Um, so I think I like the direction I'm heading in, but. I think I did give someone else the best team in fantasy football. Full disclosure, I think both of you guys won this trade. I yeah, think I now he has he has C Mac, Burrow, Chase, and Jonathan Taylor. Like and uh, Amon Ra. And uh, yeah, I uh, yeah. Raw he raw dogged me this week, bro. It's rough out there for your boy. <laughs> but obviously you you know, you get AJ Brown, obviously uh you know, borderline fringe wide receiver one in fantasy. You get Damian Harris, who, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're pretty proud of, like, he seemed to take a little bit of the the reins out there this week, at least. Yeah, I think and him getting might. the goal line work, I think he did get some goal line touches there. He did punch in that touchdown. It looked great. You know, having a split backfield is not the best. Ramondre. Yeah, per Ramondre. usual. And yeah. I'm... Uh, if I actually, as a matter of fact, I might turn my camera off here because we're going to jump straight into the games. As everybody knows... Um, I'm a Ravens fan, diehard Ravens fan, been a Ravens fan since 2008. So all you motherfuckers who say, you know, you're only a fan during the Super No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I, um, and this by far was the most demoralizing game. A uh, quick little story. I actually, I was driving down from uh, Hudson, which is north of Tampa, about an hour. Stopped in Fort Myers because I was like, I am not missing this fucking Ravens game against the Dolphins. So we went to, me and my girl, we went to Twin Peaks, and oh my God, bro. I was lit as fuck the first half, 28-7. I'm talking shit. There's old people there. Oh, you're not a decent guy. I'm like, shut the fuck up, 28-7, bitch. And by the end of it, bro, I had to sprint out of there, man. Oh, man, it was rough for your boy. It was a rough, rough. I, I the, the two and a half hour drive back to Miami, silent. I didn't fucking talk. I didn't want anybody to talk. Phone on do not disturb. I started getting calls, emails, typewriter messages, 
Facebook. I don't even use Facebook. Facebook DMs. People was hitting me up on MySpace. I never had one. Like they were just finding any way to mock me. It, it's me versus everybody. I'm in. I'm in the middle of Miami as the only Ravens fan I know. So it, it was rough out here for your boy. Yeah, I said to carry your pigeon. It'll it'll be sometime. <laughs> it'll be there sometime soon. And the other side of the story is obviously. Yeah. Go ahead. Well. He's talking about diehard Ravens fan, 2008, all these big words, all these big numbers. Listen, I'm a simple man, right? Born in Miami. Lived in Miami. I'm a Dolphins fan. Whole life, through the ups, which there have been none in my entire <laughs> life. This is the through the downs, the which has been most of my life. But today, I stand here. A humble man. A humble man. And I really don't think that I'm exaggerating when I say that Tua Tugavailoa is the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. I mean, what was it, 469, six touchdowns, Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 190 yards, two touchdowns, Jalen Waddle, 11 receptions, 171 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, we are the team to beat. And I wholeheartedly believe that we are going to go home this week. We're going to play the Buffalo Bills. I will be at that game, and we will drop 100 points on them. (laughs) Tua will drop 10 touchdowns. He will be out of the game by the end of the second quarter. He won't even come back out the tunnel for halftime. We will have the practice squad out there playing the Buffalo Bills. We will dominate. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I think my prediction for that game is going to be Dolphins by 65. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sucks to be a Ravens fan, I guess. Can't relate. 2-0. Tua and O. Tua got that dog in him. Swift, I know you got the graphic. Pull it up. There it is. Oh, I got another man. one for you. Ravens secondary. Pull it up. There it is. <laughs> Yeah. Why you gotta do us like that, man? I mean, what are you gonna do? Tua is the goat. He is the greatest yeah. player that's ever played. Dan Marino, who? No, nah. I I don't even know the man, bro. I don't even. Know I don't the even man. know. Yeah, Dolphins gonna be the second team to ever go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. Of course, the first team being the Dolphins, but you know, second time. Yeah, yeah you gotta do it twice. You heard it here. Nineteen. I think now what is it? Twenty and 0, 19 and 0? Yeah, figure Seventeen. It you get a first round bye. One, two. Yeah, twenty and 0. Twenty and 0. First team to go to one, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that this was 100% the game of the week, and I don't know if another game will will, will surpass that's this sub- for the rest of the season. That's subjective. That's very subjective. No, for me, it was not the game of the week. What? But <laughs> it was not. All right. Well, when, when we get to your game, I, I really want you to talk about it because. Oh, no, no. Hey, chill, chill, chill. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. I mean, in full honesty, though, like, um, for fantasy purposes, Tua, Tua was him this week. I'm not going to lie. Lamar, yeah, Lamar is also Hemothy. I don't want to, you know. Um, but uh, just, it, I thought it was, what happened to the Chase Edmonds take there, uh, Swift? Yeah. He looked, like, um, he looked like plan B. Like, he looked like some shit you get from CVS after, you know. Yeah, you so, know, for, like, I, I hope nobody listens to my, my saucy takes because... If you do, just do the opposite of what I say. I had Chase Edmonds being top 15. He wasn't even top 30. 
Um, I had Gabe Davis outscoring Stefan Diggs. He didn't even play. So uh, this is this is a yeah. Just just don't don't do what I say. Just do the opposite. Sir, yes, yeah. sir. Will do. Uh, I'm not gonna lie though, man. As a Ravens fan, uh, please, J.K. Dobbins. I I doubt you're listening to this podcast, but if you are, bro, I beg you to come back. I am tired of all these fucking shitbirds at running back. We have a goddamn retirement home at the RB position. Might as well trot out my grandpa out there. Like, you know, we, I don't know. It doesn't, bro, it doesn't make it. Uh, these, these, uh, next game, man. I'm, I'm done with this game. Bateman was good. Andrews was good. You know who's good. They were good. I'm fucking done talking about Mark Andrews, RB1? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then this is actually my upset of the week. Is one of the few I hit. Uh, the Jets upsetting the Browns. I talked about last week, Garrett Wilson, man. I'm I love Garrett Wilson. Uh, I think I think he's elite. But honestly, just a, a crazy game. The Browns are. Uh, there's a saying because uh, one of my friends is a Browns fan, and I always tell him the Browns are gonna brown. They're just gonna shut it up. <laughs> They're gonna find a way, no matter how good the team is, no matter how good they play. At the end of the game, they got that. They I don't know. They if we had the the graphic for the little dog, yeah, he'd be coming back up here. But you know, it is what it is. Any takeaways? From both of you guys, uh, this game in general? Hunter, talk to me about Garrett Wilson. Well, there's a lot of wide receivers in this class. I mean, Traylon Burks, Jamison Williams, uh, Drake London. Dotson. A couple more I'm probably missing. Yeah, Dotson. Yeah. Dotson looks great. I mean, he looks like the red zone threat, honestly. I think he's second in the NFL or third in the NFL for touchdowns right now. It's kind of crazy. Uh, but, I mean, far and away from what I've seen so far, Garrett Wilson does look like the offensive rookie of the year. Um, I mean, what is that? Eight receptions, 102 yards, two touchdowns? 14, that? 14 targets. targets. I mean, you know, a little bit before the podcast, I was talking to uh, Saucy here, and I think a lot of people are putting a lot of value on Garrett Wilson here, saying that when Zach Wilson comes back, Garrett's value only goes up. I think that the opposite is true. I love Garrett Wilson. I have him in a league, but I think Joe Flacco. I mean, how many times did he throw the ball this game? Is that 44. 44? 60 times in week one. He's got 104 pass attempts through the first two weeks. That is not sustainable. 14 he's targets. The NFL. Is, yeah, 14 targets is not sustainable. However, I do think that he's kind of, you know, taking the reins over there on that offense. Uh, putting the league on notice, putting Elijah Moore on notice. You know, I know he was high on a lot of draft boards. I personally was just like not the biggest fan. I wasn't really the biggest fan of Zach Wilson throwing the ball to anybody. Um, the only, the only players I really thought I would touch on that team were Brees Hall. Uh, if I could get him in a decent round, I think I got him in the seventh or eighth round in uh, the eye for quality league, which I thought was a steal. Uh, and I also got Michael Carter. So I do got, you know, whichever one does end up being the starter, but I mean, am I glad that I picked up Garrett Wilson in like the 12th, 13th round? Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, he is killing it. And I guess the, you know, you know, we know how it is with rookie, rookie wide receivers, uh, on bad teams, you know, you're going to get one week where, they pop off, and then you get the next week where they have like two targets for ten yards, one reception for ten yards. 
that's just how it goes. It's hard to find any consistency, especially when they play on a team like the Jets. But, you know, I mean, you can't take away from them that win. I think there was a 99.7% chance for the Browns to win with a minute 55 left. All Nick Chubb has to do is fall down at the one-yard line, and they win that game. Uh, but they found a way. And they made it, you know. The Browns going to Brown, bro. Just Browns yeah. going to Brown. It, it is what it is. Honestly, Garrett Wilson cooked everybody that game. Yeah, no. I mean, jumping into the next game, we talked about uh, Flacco leading the league in in attempts. He's third in yards, and then we talked about Tua. He's first in yards, and then I think Carson is second. So we're going to the Commanders game here first. The Lions talk about Hemothy. Amon Ross St. Brown is Hemothy. Um, honestly, I didn't even think he was going to be this. Like, I I was trying to target him in drafts, but bro, he is. He looks different. Like, just in general, he moves different. He's better than everybody. On the field, every time he's on the field, it feels like like he's, and Jared Goff just has like tunnel vision for him, which is what you want. DeAndre Swift, man, he's looking good out there. How do you feel about Swift, Swift, man? He's got your name, yeah, the, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, he only had ten touches this game, I believe, um, or ten opportunities, but he made the most of them. Uh, as long as he comes back healthy, I think he's a top five back uh, next yep. week in week three. So I'm not concerned. I just wish he would have uh, maybe gotten 61 yards because that's what I had him in the prize picks. But it's okay. You know, it, it'd be like that sometimes, you know. I shouldn't have picked him in the first place with an ankle injury. But you, you the know, injuries how, are too much. Yeah, man. you know how it is. Um, but, yeah, Amon Ra, his value in drafts, like if, if you were able to snag him like, and you, and you waited on receiver, like you're, you're chilling. You're big chilling. You're golden right now. I think I picked. The, I think I picked Juju in the same round he went. I think I picked Juju before. Yeah, that that's that's so tough. I I apologize on my behalf for your fuck up right there. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I fucked up too. I didn't draft. Yeah, to be fair, everybody else did. The same, <laughs> everybody he was, else he was did. the last pick of the tenth round. I think, yeah. The ninth round. Except yeah. for Eli, he took him. Uh, well, so everybody and passed on. Him. On the flip side, talk about a guy nobody took in drafts that felt like Curtis Samuel. Out there looking like wide receiver one, man. Incredible. This guy was supposed to be, he was supposed to be it last year. Ended up spending the whole year hurt. Comes back and reminds people that he's, he still got it, man. Terry looks, Terry, Terry not looking so scary. Terry's looking like a scary start. That's, that's more like what Terry's looking like. I don't know. It just, it feels like, um, Wentz is actually very startable because he has so many weapons, but at the same, at the same time, like you don't know. Who it is going to be every week? Dotson's been good, but he's been he's got three touchdowns, like you said, in two weeks. I don't yeah. know if I'd be trusting that per se. And Gibson, after a crazy week one, got you know got back down to his regular usage. JD McKissick caught seven passes, back to being Antonio Gibson of old. You know, just inconsistent, inconsistent. Nope. And I went out there now. Yeah, I remember I was going to go up to Tampa. I was going to suit up for Tom Brady. They they didn't let me in. Might as well have because, golly, this game was a snooze fest. Jameis was out there playing on what, like four fractured bones in his back? First of all, what are you doing? It's week two. Let the guy rest. Um, No Camara. I guess the only takeaway is oh, Olave looks good. Like he got actually the most air yards. I think over the past couple of years, he had 365 air yards. 
which is 44 more than any receiver over the past five years, which was, which was Hollywood Brown on the Ravens two years ago. And he got 13 targets, man, like crazy. I think the only takeaway from this game is Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore still don't like each other. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. If I, if I was Tom Brady, I'd, I'd be happy. I had Mike Evans on my team. He got my back all the time, man. No, it's too bad he won't be there next week because he's suspended. Well, yeah, they're man. appealing. They're appealing the suspension, and it might go through. It wasn't I a hope. crazy fight. He did just kind of push him, but there is beef there. Well, I I hope it doesn't go through just because you know my my Brady take at the beginning of the year. It's it's all it's all coming to fruition. Brady Brady's just he's just not. He doesn't look good. He's not producing like he used to, and I and I love it. I love it. Your your takes looking good. My Jameis takes looking bad out there. He he threw he threw you know, three yeah. picks to the I, other team. I mean, I, I don't really blame Jameis. I actually blame the coaching for not playing the one of the, one of the all stars of the league, Taysom Hill. You know, but I'm not a coach in the NFL. They know they know more than me. You know, so I'm not, we're, just, we're just a guy with the we're just a couple guys with with, with some takes. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our next game Jumping is. On? Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. our next game. Fest. <laughs> yeah, is the the Panthers losing sixteen to nineteen against the Giants. Um, Baker doing Baker things, not really, not really much. CMC over hundred yards of scrimmage, no tutties like Hunter spoke about earlier. Saquon came down to earth, seventy two yards. I think his his over. Was seventy four and a half? It was seventy four. Yeah, like yeah, of course. Yeah. So you know, three yards short. You know, he knew that I had <laughs> it. So he's like, you know, let me just chill in the end of the game. But Sterling Shepard, I guess, is the the player to talk about here. Ten targets. Man, fuck Sterling Shepard, man. <laughs> I'm tired of talking. He's so bad. Every year, it's oh, Sterling Shepard has ten targets. How does he finish with thirty four receiving yards on ten targets? Like. Six receptions. And, I mean, five point seven yards. Right, they is they pass this guy. Crazy. He's basically a running back. He doesn't he doesn't go anywhere with his targets. He has empty targets. None of these receivers outside of Reese James have any value. And I hate saying that because I think Tony is so. What did Tony do to to the to the to Brian Dable? He hates this man. I'm out here sending Joseph TikToks of what Tony used to be at US. <laughs> I'm salivating. At 2 a.m. watching Kadarius Tony highlights. And this man goes out there and gets three targets. Like, he's their best playmaker outside of Saquon. Get this man. But instead, they're feeding 36-year-old Sterling Shepard. And Baker, per usual, fucking up everybody on the team in fantasy. Baker's like, if I'm on the team and I'm doing bad, everybody's doing bad. DJ Moore is practically irrelevant outside of a touchdown. Robbie went back to earth. They don't have another receiver outside of those two guys. The, the, the Panthers are, are are just bad. I mean, they're fucking terrible. Um, five and twelve season loading. I'm being generous. That is really generous. <laughs> really, I mean, looking like I, a three I, game I, season. Honestly, number one overall pick loading. Hunter, take I, take the next oh, game after uh, yeah, after ahead. Lewis. Go ahead, say what you're gonna say, Lewis. Oh yeah, man. I actually have a. I had a, a wager with a with a with a Panthers fan. I have a friend who's a Panthers fan. He said prior to the season they were gonna go ten and seven. And I was like, all right, what do you think the Ravens are gonna go? He's like, ten and seven. I'm like, you think we're the same like caliber team? Like what? Well you might what be are you? Uh, No, Mike. I am <laughs> dropping the bike. <laughs> Don't you have the same record as them? You guys are both one and one, right? 
they're zero two, man. They lost oh, to the Browns. Two. Oh yeah, they and did the lose Giants. to the Browns. You're right. No. Come on, bro. They they are tough. bad. They're bad. Tough, out there. tough, 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 tough. What are you gonna do? Talking about bad. Talking Honestly, about this, bad. This game yeah. is bad. This is the matchup of two of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, Mac Jones and Mitch Trubisky. Um, you know there is a lot of fantasy value on both of these teams, actually. Uh, you know. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens. A lot of people pick later in the rounds. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, top 10 tight end, in, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Patriots are going to Patriots. Steelers are going to Steelers. Uh, snooze fest. It was extremely boring. Um, I think the big takeaway here is Nelson Aguilar. Uh what is that? Six receptions, 110 yards, and a touchdown. And yeah, that touchdown was crazy. Yeah, no, he mossed him. Uh, he really put it on his head. Uh, you know, probably a top waiver wire ad this week. Uh, him along with Jacoby Myers, and I think a top waiver wire drop is going to be Devontae Parker. He is off my team. He will never <laughs> see my team again. Yeah, he uh, should never be on anybody's team anymore. I did get him in the 16th round. I thought it might have been a steal. Obviously, did not work that way. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Damian Harris did look like the number one guy there. He looked great, in my opinion. He just looked like the guy you hand the ball to and you just let him work, you know, power back. Not He's not going to bust for that that 40-yard run, that 50-yard touchdown, that 50-yard reception. He's just going to grind and grind and grind, and you know, sometimes that's what you need. Uh, but, yeah, we did get a stinker from uh, Najee Harris. Uh, and I just think it's hard for anybody to succeed on that team with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Running uh, back looks bad this year, man. Najee, Derrick Henry, just these running backs look bad this yeah. year. Yeah, and RB1 I, on the year is Nick Chubb, I think. I do want to say, man, those receivers um... – Somebody got to get those people the ball. Like, as a Ravens fan, I don't like the Steelers, but they have crazy weapons. Mitch is not getting it done. Like, just throw Pickett in there. Like, fuck it at this point. Like, you're one, like he can't get the ball to anybody. Pickens is, Pickens is really good. Deontay, Claypool, Fryermuth, Najee, and no points. Talking about no points. My God. I want to talk about shitty Matt Ryan. Masterclass. Masterclass for Matt Ryan here. <laughs> Yeah, just he put a he talk about a performance and donuts. He he got carried away here. How do you put up zero points against the Jaguars? I don't care. Michael Pittman's not playing, bro. Like you, you something something. Like yeah. not even a by mistake. Like 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 they didn't even score by mistake. And they got down to the goal line a couple times too. Best just running shitty. back in the NFL, and I mean, I think. I think if you just leave him on the field as the only offensive player, like literally one versus 11, there might be more points scored than the Colts scored this week. Um, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, nine carries. Uh, what is that? I mean, Jonathan Taylor should be getting 20 to 25 touches a game. Averaging uh, six yards a carry too. Like yeah, if he's averaging six, the, the math does not add up. Like That's how I feel with, uh, that's how I feel with uh, what's it called, Javante Williams. Yep. I mean, he, yep. I think he's averaging six yards to carry on the season. And yep. they do just do not want to hand him the ball. I mean, he wants to work. He wants to go. Melvin Gordon said that he wants him to take the spotlight. And Nathaniel Hackett is, <laughs> I don't know. He's not hacking it right now, man. He's Talking not hacking it. it. That is for sure. 
This goes and to show you though that if Pittman or Taylor do not play any one of the two, just stay, the team is stay dead away. This is this is gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen because no one can can produce like those two players can, and they're the heart and soul of this team. And then, and then on the other side, Christian Kirk, wide receiver one. Yeah, he looks great. Me. He looks great, great, great. You know who looks great too? I know his his two point eight average is crazy, but like this man just tore his Achilles like yeah. eight months ago. How is like do do these people not care for this man? How do you give this man twenty three carries? Hunter's actually the James Robinson owner, um, at least in the past. T- t- talk talk to us about him and and why. Like, is he going to do this for the rest of the season? No, no, it's, listen, I'm a James Robinson believer, James Robinson lover. I, his rookie season, I got him on waiver wires. He carried me to the championship. Uh, I mean, you know, I think he ended up finishing as like the RB seven, six, six, his rookie year. I mean, that is a masterclass, but a torn Achilles 23 touches. I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars are trying to murder a man. Uh, I think Travis Etienne takes over the starting job, and I think that now the Jags are the team to beat in the AFC South. Okay, that's not a bad take. I'm I'm honestly, Sunshine looks Sunshine looks like he was supposed to look like Bourbon Meyer was holding him back. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then the next game we're talking about is the Falcons losing by four to the Rams. the The Rams actually almost choked this game, which is actually kind of crazy. Um, imagine losing to Mariota. Um, Drake London, 12 targets, 8 catches for 86 and a tutty. Kyle Pitts, Lewis, I know, oh, you, I know you're, I know you're a Pitts believer. Talk to me about him. Um, man, honestly, um, shit, I don't really have much to say outside of like, get him the fucking ball. Like, how does he have three targets? They, the OC actually came out after the game and said, we're going to take a look at it. Like, Bro, I'm sorry. When an OC says shit like that, like they shouldn't be an OC. Like, <laughs> there's certainly. Like, what do you mean? Take a look at it. Like he's like he, you saw him play for 60 minutes. Like you could not adjust and get this man the ball. Like, but like, sh- hey man, Drake London. First of all, Drake London is Drake London is great. Like he looks good. Like 12 targets, six catches. Like he was doing this thing the entire game. But like you gotta get like there's no shot. Pitts should have as many targets as fucking Kadero Hodge. That's all I got to say about Kyle Pitts. For sure. Like, get him the ball. I, I think it's not on Kyle Pitts. It's, yep. I think it's on the coaching, and I don't think that it's a terrible strategy, and I will explain a little bit. Kyle Pitts is the ultimate distraction. You, ha- you can't put a linebacker on Kyle Pitts. I don't think you can even put a safety on him. You have to put a corner on him, and that just allows the other players to eat. Uh, you know, it, his targets are so low, but look at everybody else. I mean, Drake London is Drake London is only able to do that because Kyle Pitts is on the field. If Kyle Pitts is not on the field, Drake London is t- putting up the Kyle Pitts stat line. Uh, he's the ultimate distraction. I think teams are super scared of him, and that's why his stat line looks like that because they probably have uh, their number one corner locking up Kyle Pitts uh, week in, week out. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is that guy. I know he got burned by Stefan Diggs, but come on, we're not going to sit here and say that you know Jalen Ramsey Everybody is not a top three, top five corner in the NFL, if not the best. I would say Xavier Howard. I'm biased, obviously, hey. but 
I mean, put him in a blender, man. I don't it's, know about that. It's not a terrible strategy to just throw Kyle Pitts out there and just soak up defenders. They're, you know, you can't not guard him. He is going to eat. Obviously, it's a terrible situation when you have Marcus Mariota as quarterback. If I'm them, I'm starting Desmond Ritter. I mean, he looked great in the preseason. Uh, quarterback out of Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I thought he looked great. I mean, what do you have to lose? This game, this team is not expected to win anything. Let the young guys eat. I, d- I agree. Uh, wholeheartedly agree with that, man. Like, just just see just see what you have. See what you have. Um, It, it is early in the season, so maybe they're trying to win as much because they didn't look bad week one. And honestly, they didn't really look bad this game either. Only lost by four. Well, um, the scoreboard is not telling. Yeah, the story. scoreboard isn't telling. They scored like two touchdowns. It was like, what, like 31-10 or something? But It was like, yeah, 31-14, something like that. It was, it yeah. was a blowout. No. But, uh, I'm curious, man. Patterson, Algier both having the same amount of carries. Uh, Patterson not getting any passing work is pretty concerning to me. If you're if you're yeah. a seatpat owner, like I'm a seatpat owner. <laughs> I, I would have thought. I would have thought. You know, he at least have a couple targets in there. But that's the thing with running quarterbacks. And then on the other side, obviously, your take again, Cooper Cup, man. Hey, we, I, I told you. I man, just want to say that against. I just want to say that. He actually had one tutty. A-Rob was supposed to have two. But, I don't know if you guys saw it, they called, after the play was over, after A-Rob scored, we get a call from the top box, and they're like, oh, wait, you know, there's a concussion on the field. You know, I think I I saw something. So, redo the play. Cooper Cup gets a touchdown. I think without that touchdown, he doesn't break top ten. I could be wrong. I mean, uh, you know, 10 catches for for over 100 yards and a tutty probably brings him in the top 10. But, hey, man, I was a little close. All right. Just to make you feel better, man. It's it's a saucy take, man. You know, they're not, yeah. they're, you know sometimes yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. who's not missing, bro? Tyler Higby. Higby looks good, man. 11 targets last week, 9 this week, 7 for 71. Yeah. Are you He's picking like him up? Are you, are you starting him? Like, um... Are you starting him over Kyle Pitts? This is a, an honest conversation. No. No. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I mean, Kyle Pitts, it's like you never I think Kyle Pitts is bench a yeah. guy that you draft in the top 5 rounds. Like who wants to do that? Nobody. I also think he's like he's like he's going to explode any week now. Because he hasn't done anything, you know. He's just he, he's due. He's due. He's due. Yeah, he's definitely a buy low candidate. It's definitely Tuesday. I think I might go due. back. I might go back to. Uh, I did offer a week ago. I offered Mark Andrews for Kyle Pitts and Christian Kirk, and with Kyle Pitts's value as the lowest it will probably ever be, I will send that trade <laughs> offer again. See if I get it. Uh, here we go. We got the Seahawks and the Forty ers I mean. Biggest news from this game is obviously Trey Lance' horrific injury. Uh, you know, I think he compound fracture on his ankle, had to be carted off the fields. Um, you know, prayers to him. But, you know, Jimmy G came in there and he righted the ship. Uh, the 49ers, I think, might be the only team in the NFL that you do not need a good quarterback and they will still win games. Yep. That team is built to succeed without a quarterback that can sling the ball 90 yards down the field. They are built to, you know, they are built to manage games and win on defense and, 
you know, wear the other team out. Uh, Jimmy G, 154 yards, a touchdown, 7.3, uh, you know, average yards per play. It, uh, it looks, it looks good for them. I mean, 45 rushing attempts by the San Francisco is crazy. I mean, I don't think that we see that again. I think we only see that because they are playing the Seahawks Seahawks at home Mm. in bad weather. It was very windy there. Um, but I mean, I think another talking point here is Jeff Wilson. Tyrion David, what is his name? Tyrion Davis Price came in there and 14 carries. I mean, uh, we have a person in our league who did spend a thought all of his fab on Jeff Wilson and Jeff Wilson looked great. I mean, 4.7 yards per carry, 18 touches, but I mean, you do have to be a little bit worried with the backup getting that many touches. It is, it is a little bit worrying. I believe he uh, did actually uh, tweak his ankle, so he's apparently going to be out for like two weeks. Who, Jeff or uh, Tyrion? Tyrion, yeah, Tyrion. yeah. Ooh. So, so Jeff Wilson stock stock up, stock up, yeah. So originally, it, it, originally it was a worry because of his his touches, but now now that he's hurt, it's it's definitely Jeff Wilson, and um, yeah, that's it. I don't, un- I don't understand why um, the 49ers keep doing this. They just draft running backs like super high in the draft, like third round. And then they're like, you know what? We don't really want to use them. They did it with Sermon last year. Theron Price wasn't even like he wouldn't be playing if it wasn't for the Elijah Mitchell injury. I think their running back one is Debo Samuel. He's also like their wide receiver one. So yeah. if you got Debo and Jimmy G's coming out there, like you definitely feel a little bit more confident because it's less uh, running work. That's going to get vultured by Trey Lance. Obviously, I wish the best for Trey Lance. I did read he had a successful surgery, so that's always good to hear. But um, also, if you got George Kittle, man, I think you're pretty happy. Jimmy G's playing. You know who's not happy? The Panthers. They should have traded for Jimmy G and not Baker because, honestly, he's better than Baker. Yeah. And if you have anybody on the Seahawks, don't start him. Just don't. Like, they're bad. DK Metcalf believers unite. <laughs> On to the next game. I'm so happy this happened, personally. The Bengals, the Bungles, 0-2. I love to see it. Shout out Cooper Rush, man. Getting the job done. Noah Brown coming out of nowhere. CD again, his 11 targets. Dalton Schultz did get hurt on this game. Apparently, it's like a PC, but they don't even know. Like As of now, we don't know if it's going to be weekly or if it's just going to be like he's something he's limited for. Have you guys had heard any news on Dalton? No. No, I am not a Dalton Schultz owner, which means I will not be checking on him. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I I read it because, you know, you, you be reading things sometimes. Um, On the other side, though, uh, Zeke and Pollard both look... They don't look bad. I'm not going to lie. Like, the offense didn't look horrible. They weren't, obviously, like, you know, Zeke, Zeke isn't... His, stat, his fantasy stats aren't that good, but, like, he's getting work. It's just kind of empty uh, work, and Tony Pollard is... is as explosive as ever. And then for the Bengals, uh, what's going on out there, man? What's going on out there? Well, Hunter's the mixing owner. Talk to us. Joe Burr. Joe Shiesty. I mean... Moving Shiesty right now. I think that the Bengals are the most disappointing team in the NFL. Uh, If I had to put a top three, it'd probably be Bengals, Raiders, Colts, in that order. Um, Top five. They did get a win. You're right, I mean, absolutely you know, right. Like, their top five, 
I think that I th- I I think that the Broncos will work it out, but I mean we'll co- we'll go to that when we get there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean Joe Mixon. He looks good. Like Joe Mixon looks like the guy. I it's Dallas's defense. I mean they have superstars. Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean like they are a great defense, and I think that that showed with how they limited Joe Mixon, how they limited Jamar Chase, T Higgins did play a great game 10 targets he out targeted jamar chase yep i mean i don't know what's going on over there it's it's actually i do it's the offensive line yep. uh as my dad always tells me fat guys fat guys fat guys fat guys you need the fat guys you need to put them if you focus that your team will figure itself out uh and i thought that that's what the Bengals did it's not looking like it though yeah, and speaking of limited, Mr. Unlimited is no longer. Yeah. He has been a bust in the first two weeks. I know it's only two weeks, but they were booing this whole team at home. As they should be. And Deservedly, yes. And I think one of the biggest reasons to boo is not, is not actually Russell Wilson. Although he hasn't been playing well, I think it's the fact that they're not giving Javante the ball enough. He aver- the choir. He averaged five yards a carry in this game, but like Hunter said earlier, I think we think he's averaging six on the season. Um, he had a eleven targets in week one, and he only yep. had four this week. So obviously, it wasn't sustainable. But Javante needs to get the ball at least twenty times a game. And he only got it 16, 16 times this game, so it's it's crazy, honestly. Like it, like they should be doing, honestly, they should be doing what the Browns do with like Chubb and Hunt, like just let like let them eat. Like Russell, I mean, especially with Judy being hurt, bro. Like you you gotta just feed the man, bro. Just feed the man. Sutton had a great game and stuff, but Javante Javante is if if you have Javante. You feel great because don't trade him. Do not trade Javante Williams because th- this coaching. I don't think there's a coach like they have to know this is like the guy on offense right now to carry him through this Russell Wilson, whatever you want to call it that they're going through. Yeah, I mean, I think a perfect game strategy is Russell Wilson throws the ball six, seven, eight yards down the field to Cortland Sutton. I mean, Cortland Sutton was at seventeen point four yards per uh yards per reception that is great that is what you want out of your uh star wide receiver i think Cortland Sutton's a great wide receiver he'd get a touchdown called back uh but he still had a great performance uh you know and so i think that a great strategy is hey we can just throw the ball to Cortland Sutton we can throw the ball to uh Javante Williams out of the backfield Russ does not need to sling that thing down the field they can make their game on short yardage gains uh, and then you can just hand the ball off in the red zone. I, that's that's the bulk of this team's struggles is uh, the red zone offense. I don't think that they have scored a touchdown in the red zone this season. Uh, I think it's been eight or seven trips to the red zone, not a single touchdown. That is horrific. I think it does come down to coaching. You have the pieces on that team to score in the red zone. Make it happen. Javante Williams – Melvin Gordon, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, you have the pieces. You've got to get it. You got to get the ball in the end zone. That's how you win games. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And on the flip side, bro, Houston shocked me. Burkhead got no carries. The Damian Pierce season is among us, folks. I think he had 15 carries and I think, yeah, one target. So 16 total attempts. He looked he looks good, first of all. He looks really good. Like he looks better than Burkhead. Um just obviously, you know, how good is this offense gonna be? His touches might be empty from week to week, but um, yeah, just it, it's it's Davis Mills and Houston, you know, they're not supposed they're whoa, they're not whoa. horrible. I will not tolerate any Davis Mills slander. Okay. Right, man. The Mills have eyes. The Mills have eyes, baby. Nico Collins. He looks great. Targets. Yeah. Love He Nico. looks great. Brandon Cooks, I think, is going to do what Brandon Cooks does and get a thousand yards in a season. That's what he does every year. Hard to see it not happening. Um, here we go. We got the Arizona Cardinals and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, as you heard me say earlier, I do have the Raiders as the second most disappointing team in the NFL so far through two weeks. Uh, I mean, how do you let this happen? What was it, a 21 point lead that they blew? I mean, 23 7 in the fourth quarter. Something like I think, that. I think it was 20, 20 to zero at one point, though. Wow. Yeah. Even worse. I didn't um, remember. It was an absolute masterclass by Derek Carr throwing the game away. Uh, how you only let Devontae Adams get seven targets. I mean, I think that his 19 targets, eight targets, or 18 targets he had last week is obviously not sustainable. Uh, but I mean, he is your guy. You got to sling that ball to him. I think at least 10 to 13 times a game. Seven targets is not great. Two catches for 12 yards. <sighs> he did have the touchdown early on in the game, but I mean, come on. Like, what is that? I did get burned by him on prize picks. Had his over <laughs> swift. Um, <laughs> what us. are you going to do? But I think that the bigger story here is the Arizona running backs. Uh, you know, Benjamin believers stand up. Daryl Williams, believers stand up. James Conner haters you know. sit or stand up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I mean, he did get hurt. But I mean, you know, Benjamin and Daryl Williams both looked great, 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 great. And Kyler Murray did what Kyler Murray does: scramble in the pocket and make plays happen. I mean, yeah, you know, great. It was, it was a great game. Great game. I, I just want to say. Of, oh yeah, go ahead. The. I was extremely disappointed that the Cardinals won this game because the more they lose, the more of a chance Cliff Kingsbury has to get the boot. But no, but no, they yep. they won this game, and, Kyler Murray. and and Kyler Murray continues to carry Cliff Kingsbury on his back, and it, it's mm-hmm. man, it's it's just so so sad because Kyler Murray is one of those players that is being held back by his coach. And I can't wait to see him just let loose and do whatever he wants. Can you imagine the 49ers with Kyler Murray? Or like just like, oh, bro, it'd be, it'd be GG's for like the league. Like this, I mean, yeah, I agree. I was about to say that um, just in general, man. Like the amount of bailouts Kyler Murray is getting Cliff Kingsbury out of is ridiculous. Just so tough. Hollywood had 11 targets. And shout out Greg Dorch for scoring that tutty tutty. <laughs> Um, this, you know, uh, for, to lease to like a less or whatever, least, um, enthusiastic and just entertaining game. This game was boring. It's the, the bears 10 to 27 versus the Packers. And it just, it was just a bad, 
Uh, Justin Fields is is bad. The Bears are are worse. Whoa. And David Montgomery is the only one out there doing anything. I'm not gonna him and Herbert look good, but it's it's bad for them. And just for the Packers, um, again, it's this this is gonna be a team ran through Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I think if you have both of them, you're trying to start both of them because you don't know who who it's gonna be. This week it was Aaron Jones. Last week it was AJ Dillon, but it's just those receivers, man. Nobody got more than four targets, and Sammy Watkins had the most targets. I am, I am fed up with Sammy Watkins. I'm tired of this man being relevant. Shout out to his family; he's doing good. But my God, he is bad. Alan Lazard only had what uh, two and thirteen, and what saved it was a tutty. But I, like, oh man, just this 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 team's offense is bad in general. Like they they beat the Bears. That the Bears beat themselves. You know. Yeah. Any takeaways? Uh, I mean. Two. You got David Montgomery, 15 carries, 122 yards, 8.1 average. Beautiful. He looked electric. I mean, I was watching that game. Every time he touched the ball, I mean, like, it was crazy. And then for whatever reason, uh, they decide to try and give Justin Fields on a quarterback sneak on the one-yard line to get in the end zone. When you have David Montgomery, who's a physical specimen, I think that you hand the ball off to Dave Montgomery for, you know, if you aren't, if it's first and goal on the one, you give it to Dave Montgomery four times in a row and he will get in the end zone. Uh, terrible play call. If you are going to run a quarterback sneak for whatever reason, why are you going to put Justin Fields in the shotgun? Why are you not going to have him up there on the center to push that thing in? They have him in shotgun. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible play call. Uh, Dave Montgomery looked great. Khalil Herbert, you know, I think he is a great young player. Uh, I, I do own Dave Montgomery in every league I'm in. I don't know how that ended up happening, but it did. So I will petition for Dave Montgomery to start getting more work. But I think the only other uh, bright spot in this game is obviously Aaron Jones. Uh, absolute beast. Beastly performance by him. Aaron Rodgers did not play great, in my opinion. But what are you going to do? Real quick on Mooney. Oof. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. He, I don't even want to blame. I don't, I don't, because honestly, how much work are you expected to get when your quarterback throws 11 times? Yeah. Ridiculous. Cole Komet, too, putting up an, like, just. One uh, this target. Enti- yeah. Yeah, this passing offense is, is, is. Dog water right now. It's free as hell. I gotta ask you, it Lewis. Sucks. You know, as a, as a Fields owner, because I know you own him. Are are you playing him in the Superflex anymore? Like, are you playing a um, seven for eleven QB? So I, I will say, I, I I first of all, I misclicked when I drafted him. I was upset, but I was like, maybe you know, it was meant to be. I, mean, I was like, maybe it was meant. It wasn't meant to be. I had dropped him before the the first game, but I picked him back up because I had Jameis. And he's playing against Tampa with four fractures in his back. I didn't think he was going to make it through the whole game. And honestly, uh, there was no right answer. They both sucked this week. So it was what it was. Moving on to the Monday Night Football first game of the doubleheader. Titans 7, Bills 41. A complete onslaught by Josh Allen, 317 and 4. Diggs. 148 yards on 12 catches. Three. He has the hat trick. Um, I believe the starters did not play the fourth quarter. Correct, Hunter? At all. At all. 
yeah, no, I think they came out in the third. They yeah. they were not playing in the third quarter. Uh, I think it was around like five minutes is when they pulled the starters. Case yeah. Keenum trotted out there. Yeah. And not only Case Keenum, but my boy Malik Willis. I know people were saying that Willis. that he might not he might not get a snap this season. Well, Tan Tanny has not looked good. He has Man. not looked good, and and I know I know my boy Malik didn't do crazy, but you know what do you expect him to do coming out? You know now if you start him, Tennessee. I don't know if you're listening, Tennessee, but if you start him, He's you might you might shit. you might get better than eleven for twenty and a sixteen QBR. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, uh, honestly, that entire t- first of all, this Titans team is is they're they're expired. Like they're like past due milk. Like like you know. On the outside, it looks so nice, and then you go to pour it, and it still looks. Oh man, this cereal is about to bust. And then you taste it, and it's fucking expired. It's trash. It's old. That's this team. Like they're running the same offenses in six years. Now they don't have AJ Brown. Traylon Burks doesn't look bad, but Mike, like Derrick Henry is is thirteen touches, work. thirteen carries. No, that is twenty five yards. He gets no passing work. I told Joseph I'd rather have Nick Chubb in the third round than Derrick Henry in the first round any day. I actually got some slack from that. Some people were like, "Man, you're tripping. Derrick Henry's trash." I mean, uh, Nick Chubb isn't, you know, better than Derrick Henry. I'm like, just shut. Like, bro, Derrick Henry is. He got saved by the Tutty, but he he is not. He's not the same person. I'm sorry. He he has no lanes to run. They have no receivers to threaten the field. Hunter, are you buying low on Henry? No. I'm not touching that team with a 10-foot pole. Um, I do think that Derrick Henry having 13 touches is a terrible decision by the coaching staff. Like I said earlier with Donovan Taylor, 20 to 25 touches a game. I think that these are the top two running backs in the NFL, Donovan Taylor and Derrick Henry. I think that they need at least 25 touches a game. Uh, I do think that, however, since it was a big blowout, they did pull out Derrick Henry. He did not play the entire game. Uh, 1.9 yards per carry is horrible. It's horrible, but I mean, it's the Bills. Uh, Still not better than the Dolphins, but uh, what are you going to do? I think that the NFL, you know, the NFL is on watch. The AFC East is the best division of football right now, if you ask me. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Right here, we got the last game of the week. Philadelphia Eagles, Minnesota Vikings. Huge, huge, huge fantasy implications. Might be the biggest fantasy game of the week. Uh, We got Jalen Hurts. We got Kirk Cousins. We got Dalvin Cook. We got Justin Jefferson. We got Dallas Goddard. We got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I mean, star-studded right here. Uh, Fantasy, this is a fantasy lover's dream, uh, except if you own Justin Jefferson. Until it wasn't. Uh, until it wasn't. I mean, he got the targets, and I really don't think. I mean, Darius Slay played a great game, and I, but I really don't think that it's all on Justin Jefferson. I mean, I watched that game. It's on Kirk. Some of these passes, you know, I think the stat is like Justin Jefferson had like one catch on five, you know, with like five targets, one catch against Darius Slay, two interceptions. It's not on Justin Jefferson in any way whatsoever. It's all, all on Kirk. I mean, he looked horrific, terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, Dalvin Cook, he didn't look great. I think that uh, O-line sucks, man. 
Hey, that online online's looking suck. bad. Uh, they yeah. were blitzing. I think Kirk, it was a point he was like two for 10 with two picks on like blitzed, like uh, when he got yeah. blitzed. Like it just, yeah. they, they, I don't want to say they looked, maybe it wasn't the online because they got blitzed a lot, but like they didn't look prepared. That's on yeah. the coaching staff, maybe. I hope it gets better because, like you said, this this was this was my game of the week, man. This is I thought these teams were gonna go at it. I thought we were gonna see forty points to like thirty three. I thought this was about to be crazy, and I mean, maybe it's Kirk Cousins in prime time. So don't start Kirk Cousins when he plays in prime time. <laughs> Sunday one o'clock games, four o'clock games strictly. If he's not playing those then you don't start him. But on the other side, man, Jalen, 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 looking scary, bro. That he's uh, 333 yards, two tutties on the ground, one tutty passing. That run that he had um, where he just got, like, it looked like he was going to get downed at the five, and he just willed his way. This team looks, I'll be very honest, I I did say whoever won this game, if they gave up a, like a low amount of points, I think they're Super Bowl contenders. Like I think they're my favorite to make it out of the NFC, and I think I'm gonna stick with that man. The Eagles look great Oof. in the NFC, man. They just look like they look like Hemothies. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I watched the broadcast, I watched the game. Uh, what's it called? They did speak about. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the power back on that team. Uh, mm-hmm. It is hard to touch uh, Eagles running backs when you do have a guy like Jalen Hurts at quarterback. He looked electric. He was slinging it. He was running it. He was a beast. You could not bring him down. Uh, but, you know, I think that we're seeing, we might be seeing something here with Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown. Um it might be a thing, you know, like one game it's AJ Brown, one game it's Devonta Smith. Uh, he looked, you know, horrific in game game one. AJ Brown looked like the greatest player of all time. It was yeah. crazy. And then we go to game two, and it's the, uh, you know, AJ Brown didn't play horrible, but Devonta Smith looked great. Seven targets, seven catches, eighty yards, crazy. Dallas Goddard. I mean, he was. <laughs> I mean, I watched that game, and Dallas Goddard looked great. He yep. uh five receptions, eighty-two yards. That is a that is what you want out of your tight end. Uh he looked awesome. I think that Dallas Goddard will probably be the target in the red zone. He is huge, he's a physical beast. Uh, you know, but they have so many deep threats on that team. Devonta Smith, AJ Brown, Quez Watkins, you know, two targets, two catches, sixty-nine yards and a touchdown. That throw from Jalen Hurts, that was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, they, just, they just have so many playmakers, man. Like you said, like yeah. everybody, 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 everybody can just catch the ball and like make something out of nothing. Even I know you said don't touch the running backs. I am very pro Miles Sanders. I'd love Miles Sanders. I think I'm the only person in the world who would take him on just about any team, and I'd start him just about every week. Um, He's not going to get any goal line work. He will not. Yeah, That's what you want out of your fantasy running backs is goal line work. Uh, and yeah, the only way that Miles Sanders is reaching the end zone is on a 50-yard run. I, I do agree. I think at some point they're going to try to, like, chill out with Jalen Hurts because they're going to realize, like, hey, man, we have a chance to do something this year. Let's try to keep our running back healthy. Um, But 17 carries and, and three catches, like 20 touches, 
and he's behind the best, in my opinion, the best offensive line in football. Like, give me that running back who's going to get 20 touches behind the best O-line in football. That's that's my whole thing. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell is not doing anything like I said he was. I'm sorry. I don't think he's better than, than Miles. And Boston Scott doesn't look bad, but I think this is Miles Sanders' backfield. And on the other side, t- talking about looking bad, Dalvin's looked. Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin. What's wrong with Dalvin, man? Uh, the offensive line. <laughs> That's yeah. what's wrong with Dalvin. I, I'm as a as a cook owner. I'm I'm actually not worried. Um, I, I actually like buying low on him. Mm-hmm. I think he's too talented to be to be putting up six for seventeen. Like, like he's he he's due. It might be next week. Um, they play. Who do they play? I actually don't. I think I it's do a, not know. I have not looked at next week's games. I think they might be playing the Lions. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I think don't. they are. Which that's going to be a shootout. Yeah. That is going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Over I, betters, smash it. Yeah, smash it. and I think I think uh, the the coaching staff, at least I hope, they realize that Kirk can't do what he did this past Monday. He can't just. Com- keep forcing the ball to Jay Jettas. He needs to... They need to rely on the run game because if, if a team does not have a run game, you're not, you're not going to do anything, bro. You're not going to do anything, especially when you're, when, you're, when you're targeting one receiver 12 times. You know? Yeah, and, you, unless, unless you have, like, like a, an elite, elite, elite quarterback like Buffalo or Patrick Mahomes or something. Like, you need, you need some kind of balance. Definitely agree. Yeah. Irv Smith looked good though, I thought personally. Uh, except for the except for that he hey, he dropped a fucking just a, a prize possession. Like yeah. sixty yard bomb. It would have been a tutty and he dropped it. But 100%. Yeah, he had if that he would have if he would have caught that, you're looking at six for a hundred and two touchdowns. <laughs> I'm saying, man, the tight ends are looking mighty slim. I, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on Sir on Sir Irv Smith. Yeah. And re- the last game. We just wanted to talk about real quick, man, because they play they play tomorrow. You could leave this up there, the Browns and the Steelers. It's gonna be a stinker. Yeah, talk about. It's gonna be a snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, I will be guys, going to bed early. Yeah, nobody plays tomorrow. Um, just go to bed. It's fine. Uh, you're gonna see Najee have like 13 carries for 26 yards, and you're gonna be like, oh, it's Najee Harris. It's it's about to be a bad game. It's. Jacoby yeah, Brissett I'm gonna be, and Trubisky. I'm going to be benching Amari Cooper this week. Minka Fitzpatrick is electric. I think he is one of the best. I mean, he, him right now, I think for right now, defensive player of the year, it's between him and Michael Parsons. Parsons. Uh, Parsons is different. Michael Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick looks great. Uh, so I'm going to be benching uh, Amari Cooper for sure because he's going to be matched up on him. Uh, but, I mean, obviously you got to start Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. I think for sure. Uh, but yeah, that game is looking to be a snooze fest. If I had to give a score prediction, I'm going to go 24-17 Browns. What's that's, your score prediction over there? That's very score that's man. very generous. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go 17-10 um, to 10 Browns. Ooh, that's a little too low for me. I don't know what the over-unders at, and I'm not going to pick a winner because 
I need to see how the injuries play out, man. I, I don't know. Maybe Kenny Pickett's going to play f- for some reason this week. But I do think it's going to be like like 17 to 16. I think it's going to be one possession game. And I think, hey, man, thank you for joining us, first of all, man. Yeah. Hunter, a.k.a. Schlenank, a.k.a. I don't know what all the other nicknames Back you gave me. Back to the future, all the other nicknames, man. But it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Joseph. thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Joseph Swift also, per usual. Yes, sir. A pleasure. And uh, as always, stay saucy, my friends. <laughs>